This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. So on today's episode, we are switching things up a bit. We often hear from virtual support pros about how they do what they do and who they serve, but our special guest today is Nikki Tucker, and she is actually someone who hires virtual support pros to support her in her business. She also happens to be one of my biz besties. I just love her. And I wanted to have this conversation with her because I think it's so important for us to hear about the dynamic between VAs and clients from the other perspective in order to help us gain insight into what they're looking for, what stands out, what doesn't work, and so much more. Nikki is a personal financial strategist and CEO of The Firm Approach, a resource company that provides an approach to improving the way you manage your money. She works with women specifically who need guidance on preparing for and securing their financial future after divorce. She truly understands the value that support pros provide, and she's had some great experiences and some not so great ones, and is here today to share the lessons she has learned. So let's go ask Nikki how she found value in a VA. Hey, Nikki, I am so excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I am super excited and I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So I'm Yay. together. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, who you serve? Sure, sure. I think the most important job that I have is mom. So I am a mom of a 15-year-old son, officially, he just turned 15, um, which is pretty awesome. I am also a financial professional. I've been in financial services literally ever since I graduated from college, and I also majored in finance. So to say that I love numbers and all things about money would be an understatement um, because (laughs) (laughs) I'm a financial nerd. And then I'm also a foodie. So I love to eat. I think all those those three things really describe who I am and what I do. Um, I describe myself as a personal financial strategist. So I help women that are looking to overcome uncertainty and overwhelm about their financial future when they're preparing for a divorce. So if you are a breadwinner, you're making the bucks, you're bringing home the bacon, you're frying it in the skillet, you're washing the damn skillet, <laughs> um, all of those things, my goal is to help you get out of that divorce and through the process without feeling like you got financially screwed, essentially. Yeah. You, what you do is amazing and so needed, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, you forgot to mention that you are a lover of latte art. And I think that's important. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, I always say that if my latte art is bad, or non-existent, that means the latte will be too. So (laughs) that's the first sign. If I look at it and I go, oh, this heart is crooked or it's not finished. Yeah, 
it's, no, there's a direct correlation. No, question. just throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this episode is going to be super interesting and definitely different than normal because you're not a virtual support pro. You're actually somebody who has hired and hires virtual support pros to help support yeah. you in your business, which I think that is why we need to hear your opinion because it's so helpful to hear the person's opinion of, of who's going to be hiring us, you know, in terms of like what you're looking for what really stands out, what we shouldn't do, and all of those pieces. So can you tell me, first of all, about the first time that you hired someone, a VA or somebody in your business, what that was like? Sure. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know what to look for. I just knew that they existed and I was working full time and I needed help. Mm-hmm. So I found someone online, as we all do, and It was an okay experience. It wasn't exactly what I thought it would be as far as the communication process and Mm -hmm. some of the tasks. They were completed, but not necessarily up to my liking. But it was my first time sticking my toe in the water just to see what does it feel like to hire someone you've never met before, you've never actually seen in person before, and having them responsible for your baby. Your business is your baby. And so you're saying, hey, can you help me take care of my baby, even though you're a complete stranger? So it was interesting. Lessons learned. And then I started connecting with more people that had done it before and gave me tips like, this is where you go. These are the questions that you ask, and this is who you talk to. And I would say after that, One of the things I did is go back to all of the personality tests that I've Mm -hmm. taken. So I'm super geeky with that. I've done Myers-Briggs. I've done Strength Finders. You told me about Kobe. I did Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) But I love those because it helps me to hone in on what I'm really good at. You hear a lot of people talking about working in your zone of genius. I'm, I'm going, I don't know what my zone of genius is. I need to figure it out. And then I'll know what to hire for. So Next time I made hiring decisions, that's what I use. Like, this is what I'm good at, and I don't want to do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And I think one of the things that I want to point out about what you said is the fact that it's, I tell VAs all this all the time, that it's not just about like the client hiring them. It's also about them interviewing the client too, because you really want it to be a good fit personality work-wise for both of you and to be a win-win on both sides. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I'm shaking my head. Yes. You definitely <laughs> want there to be a good balance. It's it's literally a relationship. It's a friendship. It's a business relationship. So you have to click from a personality perspective, but you're also trying to build trust and you're trying to build rapport and all of those things matter. And if you're out of sync or out of alignment, or your values just don't match up or your working styles don't match up, then it's pretty much going to be a disaster. So Mm -hmm. it's important. Yeah. So where have you found that you, like when you're looking for somebody, do you usually go and look for a referral from a trusted friend first? Or are you, are there certain places online that you go to? Where are you looking? Definitely referrals or because I've taken different business programs and coaching programs, I look for people within those programs. So it's a way for me to scope out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I won't say stock, but it's a way for <laughs> me to scope out, you know, who you are and what you like, what you don't like, your working style, your communication style. And that's where I've had the best results um, mm-hmm. in two groups, the people I work with two now, but both of those people I found in groups that I was a part of and other people vouched for them as well. So I think that aspect is really important. So yeah, it's, it's generally referral. 
Okay. So I love the fact that you are looking in groups. And I think that that is really something that I want to point out to people. Often we as virtual support pros are a little bit gun shy of like spending money on things. But I know that some of my best clients have come out of groups that come out of like coaching programs or courses or something. First of all, there's a lot fewer, like a lot less competition in those groups. There's a lot fewer VAs in those groups a lot of times. And second of all, people do really get to uh, get to know you a little bit more because the group isn't nearly as big as some of the free groups. That's what I found with it. I completely agree. And I think the, the other added benefit is if it's a course or a program that's teaching you how to up-level your business or how to go about a specific framework or task, then they're learning the same thing you're learning. Mm -hmm. And you can say, hey, that thing that they just taught, I don't want to do it, but I love it. So can you do it for me? Yes. (laughs) It's it's a (laughs) win-win. Yeah, totally, (laughs) totally. So as you're hiring, let's talk about some of the things that stood out in like the top candidates that you've hired or the top people that you've hired in the past. What have been the things that have been like, this is who I want to work with? And then we're going to also talk about what have been the things that have happened that you're like, this is who I don't want to work with. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about this is who I want to work with. Mm -hmm. I am biased a little bit towards someone that operates at least similarly (laughs) as far as their approach to work. So I'm pretty practical. I can be methodical in my thinking and I'm looking for someone that can be in my head at Mm -hmm. times. And I know that that takes a little while to build up to, But at least if we're starting from a similar foundation, then that gives me a little bit of hope. So I'm generally looking for someone to say, this is how I think. I don't kind of fly off the handle. I'm pretty reasonable. If I have questions, I'll ask you. If I'm unsure, I'll ask you. So that's definitely a selling point. Mm -hmm. Don't just do it and F it up and then come back to me like, oh, I thought this is what you wanted. You (laughs) totally could have just asked me and then I would have told you that was not what I wanted. (laughs) And it saves everyone time. Um, I'm definitely looking for people that are better in tech than I am. So that is a true weakness for me and quite frankly, an annoyance for me. Mm -hmm. So I understand, and, and again, this was a learning process, that not all VAs are good in all things. Generally, there's a specialty that they have. So I assume in the beginning, oh, if you're good at tech, you can do all tech. Mm-hmm. False. <laughs> That's not <laughs> totally true. False, yes. <laughs> totally false. Um, so that was a learning lesson for me. So having them to identify very early on, here are the systems that I'm really good at, or here, here are the softwares or applications, whatever. Then I know One, okay, we'll work well together because I use those same things or we probably won't because I don't use anything that you're Mm -hmm. good at. And then I think on the the opposite side, sometimes there are are boundaries and hard lines that people have and they tell you, this is, I'm not willing to do X. I'm not willing to do Y. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Okay. It's okay for you to create that, right? There's There's a customer or a client out here for you. I'm just not that person. So I'm not saying that it's not okay for a VA to have hard boundaries, but understanding that as a support person, there should be some flexibility somewhere. And it also depends on the type of client you're going after. So if you're working with people that are earlier in their business or in the beginning stages, and you have all of the, you have the framework or model of your business as if you're working with million dollar companies with a full staff, 
there's a misalignment there. (laughs) And I think that it's important to be conscious of that on both sides too. Right. Love that. Love that. Do you think that there are things like, I guess, here's how I want to phrase this question. What would you tell somebody like a virtual assistant that you feel like they need to know, or we need to know as virtual support pros, that is just a misconception when it comes to working with somebody or when it comes to like the hiring process in general. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm just like, is there anything that you wish we knew? (laughs) There's nothing major that sticks out, probably because I haven't had that many bad experiences. Which is great. I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) Most of them have been pretty good experiences. But I think the main thing that would stick out for me, and, and again, it hasn't been a huge issue, is make sure you approach it from a very professional perspective. Don't take for granted that it's a small business owner or an entrepreneur and they're just like one person or two person shop. And then they know that maybe you're just starting out and you don't have everything together. And so you approach things a little haphazard lit or you just, you know, like, hey, I'm here and I don't really have any systems or nothing formalized (laughs) and just what you see is what you get. That's probably not the best approach. And I understand that most people don't do that. And everyone starts somewhere. So it's not around being perfect when you're coming to the table, but recognizing that you need to be very professional, best foot forward. You know, don't be too casual. Don't be too comfortable unless the person on the other side is looking for that. Mm -hmm. So if I'm, if you're talking to someone that's really straight laced and you come off completely different and very cavalier and just, you know, yeah, whatever. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. it's probably not going to be a good fit. So just be mindful of professionalism as you would if you were looking for a job in corporate America. Um, And then also making sure that you're in tune with the person that you're talking to. So it sounds like a no brainer, but spend time on the website. I think when I've had conversations and we've had a little bit of back and forth just virtually via Facebook Messenger or email or something, and then as soon as we get on, the first question is, tell me about your business. And it's like, you don't even know what I do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you have the benefit of going to the website. You have mm-hmm. the benefit of looking at social media. Most people may not have that same benefit with you. Hopefully you have a great website, but if you Mm -hmm. don't, it's fine. But on the other side, do the research. Yeah, I love that. And what I hear you saying is just show up with excellence. You know, you don't, like you're, like you said, you're never going to be perfect, but do the best with what you have and show up as a professional because like, people are investing in you and they, they want to invest in people who are doing the best that they can and showing up excellent. So I love that. So where can we find you in the world? Well, you can definitely find me online. <laughs> so I do have a website and it's just thefirmapproach.com. I am also on social media, but only two platforms because that is all this girl can handle. And <laughs> I literally just joined Instagram. So I saw that. I was so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty late. I'm like a senior citizen. It's just (laughs) just Just getting appointed. Yeah, with Instagram, but that's okay. So uh, both of the handles are the farm approach. And it's important to note that the farm approach has two eyes. So sometimes people type it in and it's just one eye. If you do that for the website, you'll still find me, but probably not so much with uh, Facebook and Instagram. So it's two eyes in the firm. 
Perfect. And we'll have all of that in the show notes too. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me. It's always great to talk to you. And I love (laughs) everything that you do and the community that you have online, um, as well as all of the people that you're kind of showing the ropes for and coaching and helping VAs, everyone that supports business owners, entrepreneurs, they're critical to what we do, in my opinion. And like I said, I, I hired very early on because I knew what I wasn't capable of doing. Mm -hmm. So it's important to recognize. So I appreciate what you do for for that community. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's it for this week's episode. Make sure you head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash podcast to read the show notes and grab your free download so that you can start implementing what you've learned right away. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. Remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward. You're doing a great job.